is a business and culture podcast that focuses on the experiences of minority women climbing up the corporate ladder. It is not intended to discriminate against those who are not considered minorities. However, it is intended to bring awareness to the workplace and, well, you. So when they come knocking, trying to find me, I tell them all. You know the story. Amateurs turn winners. What's up, everyone? And a very happy Tuesday to you and yours. It's your girl, Danielle, and my co-host, Sparky, cannot be here with us today. Sparky is on a leave of absence. So for today, you have me. I'm sorry if you guys enjoy Sparky, but to those of you guys who are not big fans of Sparky, today's your day because it's just me, Danielle. I'm also going to invite you to just call me D from this point forward because all my friends call me D and you are my friends. Fun fact though, Danielle, my birth name, I was named after Danielle Steele, the famous romance author, if you will. So that's another story for another episode. But fun fact about me, I'm going to let you into my life and hopefully you'll let me into yours. So today you got me, your host, D, right? (laughs) And today we're going to talk about, can we be friends at the workplace? Is it okay to make a friend or two along the way of your corporate climb? You're only there half of your life, if not more. So why not make a friend or two? We're going to talk about all that and more on today's episode. Is it okay to be friends and make friends at the workplace? But first we have some announcements. Yeah, we have some announcements. December 14th. HRMA of Princeton is hosting a complimentary webinar called Executive Presence. On January 11th, we're hosting another complimentary webinar called How to Transform Bosses into Leaders. And then rolling into February, we are doing a 2020-22 February dinner meeting. That's an in-person meeting on Diversity and Inclusion and Equity Journey Guide, Leading Global Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. That is the topic. You are welcome to join us on December 14th and January 11th for two complimentary webinars. And then February 8th, where we come live to you with a dinner where we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we're going to give you a guide on how to be successful in that area. Those are the announcements. Back to the show. If you buy for me, she don't need a key If you sideways, she straighten you with me to be And she's so bad that I just can't take that nowhere She off her fish, I said, mm-mm, don't go there Break her back, she protect and attack Get that strap, let them buckle, foot on neck, give no air Whole world wanna be us Then my main, she my day one On my way, let you get drunk to celebrate Cause we the baddest in the club, that's my best friend She a real bad Got her own money, she don't need no nope. on the dance floor She had two, three drinks, now she twerking She throw it out and come, come back in. in That's my best friend, she a real bad Drive her own car, she don't need no, no lift In a strip club, know my girl gon' tip Now she twerking, she throw it out and come, come back, back in yeah. Best friend, you the baddest and you know it Uh-oh, girl, I think our booty growing yeah. Get up in the mirror, hit them poses hey. Best friends, and you muff glowing hey. Best friends, and your wrist is like it's frozen okay. Uh-oh, girl, I think our booty growing oh. Get up in the mirror, hit them poses right. Best friend, you my muff you my soulmate can we be friends at the workplace can we be besties can you be my soulmate can we meet at work 
I don't know. Let's talk about it. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. You know what? Confession of an HR professional. I've met a few of my best friends and friends at the workplace. Actually, let me correct myself. One of my best friends, one, I have a handful. I have a best friend, a circle of girls that I've been friends with for over 20 years since high school and middle school and elementary school. We're in a group, right? So there's a handful of us. But then there's this one individual that I met along the way during my corporate climb. And she is my bestie, my bestie, bestie, bestie. Love my friend Jocelyn. But our friendship, though it started at the workplace, it did not evolve. It did not flourish until after we both went our separate ways from that organization. So what does that mean? We were really good friends at work. We worked out together at lunch. We ate lunch together, you know, et cetera. We went to the calf, all those good things. But our friendship really didn't take off to the next level, to meeting the families, to spending holidays together until after I parted ways and she parted ways from the organization where we met. So that leaves me to this. Can we be friends at the workplace? We can certainly be friendly at the workplace, but as HR professionals, it's very hard to be true friends with someone at the workplace because you're dealing with a lot of confidential information and you may find yourself in a predicament where you may have to terminate your friend. So personally, I try not to make friends, true friends at the workplace because I don't want to be in that awkward situation where I'm struggling to figure out, should I tell this person they're about to lose their job or not? Should I tell this person that they have some performance issues or not? I never wanted to put myself personally in that situation. So while I'm friendly at work, I tend not to make friends at the workplace because it is a bit of a conflict for me. I'm going to tell you a story. The story goes something like this, and I've never shared this story. So this is a exclusive storytelling time. (laughs) Way back when I had a friend that I met at the workplace and we're still friends to this day. She was my boss at the time and we developed a friendship at work. I was very young, very young, early 20s. And um, we started hanging out. We just clicked. We, you know, after work, we got dinner, we got drinks, the whole nine yards. And this person actually was an ally for me. They helped me grow. They helped me climb my corporate ladder about two notches faster than I probably would have had we not been friends. And I know that's uh, probably foot in mouth. I shouldn't admit that. But you know what? This individual, to to her credit, she certainly helped me scale quicker than I would have. Probably if we weren't friends, I was and I still am a top performer. I've done president's clubs and all that good stuff. But this person, you know, she gave me some inside tea, you know, and it helped me along the way. But there came a crossroads in our relationship where I probably got too comfortable with our friendship. And I said some things to a director that clearly didn't like me. And I clearly didn't like this individual, right? Um, I knew outside of the organization, he and I would never be friends. Uh, But I got a little cocky. And I remember one day telling this person, because we had to sit down with my friend, 
uh, I said, listen, you and I both know we would never be friends outside of here. If we were at a bar, you would never buy me a drink and I would never buy you a drink. That's, that's fair. He agreed. I said, but for eight hours a day, Monday through Friday, and at times Saturday, we have to learn how to play nights in the sandbox. And he agreed. But the way I presented it, and I was a subordinate at this time, well, could be classified as probably insubordination. Now, to my to my excuse, I was in my early 20s and probably didn't know any better. And even if I did know better, I wasn't mature enough to uh, catch my tongue. So I put my friend in an awkward situation where at the end of the day, she reported to the CEO and so did this individual. And she had to report my insubordination. I was a top performer at this organization, so I didn't get terminated for probably a year or two thereafter, closer to the two years. It was a, it was a growth and development opportunity for me. But when it came time for the inevitable, she had to deliver the message to me that I was going to lose my job in a reduction in force, which we call a RIF in our world, a RIF, R-I-F. And we were so close as friends that my friend to this day couldn't even deliver the message to me as she would a regular employee because it was so hurtful to her. So the CEO had to tell me that, you know, that day would be my last day. I know deep down in my heart that two years prior to that conversation, maybe, a, you know, we'll call it a year and a half to be fair on average. Um, that insubordinate conversation that I had with the director at the time where I was very transparent and said, you don't like me and I don't like you, but we got to be friendly, probably was the starting point to my end. And I could admit that on a public forum. I've learned a lot since then and I've grown a lot since then and I would never repeat my same mistakes. But you have to understand that for her not being capable of delivering that message of termination also compromised her job because now the CEO looked at her like you can't perform because you're mixing personal with business and I learned a lot from that situation I really did on the other side of the table I did not talk to this individual as a friend for six to 12 months I had moved to Georgia I was looking to start a new life and I didn't want anything to do with this person because I was mad not realizing that this person could also be a ally to me getting my next opportunity. She can write a letter of recommendation. Again, I was a top performer and, you know, I had no bad performance reviews. In fact, I probably got perfect scores on all of my reviews. And I think she would probably be able to vouch for that. I think she had to say something bad about me in order to show some room for improvement. And uh, I did my job and I continue to do my job to this day to 200%. That's, that's my work ethic. But... You know, to to her defense and to this topic, it's very hard to be true friends with someone at the workplace because it's a it's a conflict of interest. You want to help your friend out, but you want to still get paid and do your job, too. So I learned a valuable lesson that day, and it was it's OK to make friends at the workplace. Sometimes you can't help it. You just click with someone. You vibe, you jazz all the nine yards. And, you know, that relationship is inevitable. But how do you draw the line? 
How do you say, look, this is work and this is personal? It's very hard. It's very challenging. So while I can't stop you from making friends at the workplace, because I will probably continue to here and there have a friend or two at the workplace, I do want to give you insight on how to handle those awkward situations where you have to possibly deliver an uncomfortable message to your friend who at the time when you're delivering that message is nothing but an employee in file number XXX. It's challenging. It's tough. And it's, it's, a, it's a sticky slope, especially in human resources. So I want to share with you that story. Hopefully it resonates with somebody listening on the other end of this. It's okay to make a friend or two at the workplace, maybe five, maybe 10. But how you handle those situations is really what it comes down to. Think about now, can we survive it out there? Can we make it somehow? I guess I thought that this would never end. And suddenly it's like the women and men. Will the past be a shadow that will follow us around? Will this memories fade when I leave this town? I keep, keep thinking that it's not goodbye. I keep on thinking it's a time to fly. C graduation that was my graduation song can you believe that high school I just took a bunch of us back that was my high school graduation song oh it's oh six that was our theme song yeah man gosh it feels like yesterday but it it, it was a long time ago uh not that long ago I don't want to age myself but uh yeah you know it was uh some time ago But as a lyricist, I want to break down Vitamin C's graduation Friends Forever song lyrically. Listen to this. And so we talked all night about the rest of our lives, where we're going to be when we turn 25. I keep thinking times will never change. Keep on thinking things will always be the same. But when we leave this year, we won't be coming back. No more hanging out because we're on a different track. And if you got something that you need to say, you better say it right now because you don't have another day because we're moving on and we can't slow down. These memories are playing like a film without sound. And I keep thinking that the night in June, I didn't know much of love, but it came too soon. And there was me and you. And then it got real blue. Stay at home talking on the telephone. 
and we would get so excited and we'd get so scared laughing at ourselves thinking like life's not fair and this is how it feels and as we go on we remember all the times we had together and our lives change come whatever we will still be friends forever so if we get the big jobs and we make the big money will we look back now will that joke still be funny we will still remember everything we learned in school still be trying to break every single rule wow 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 that just gave me chills run this back so if we get the big jobs and we make the big money when we look back now will that joke still be funny wow wow i remember making a pack with my girlfriends from high school and uh we we this pack uh you know we'll be friends no matter what and thick and thin and we had our times where we wavered for a few years but life always brought us back together but I remember one day we sat down and we were like who's going to be the first to have a baby and the first to get married and the first to make a hundred thousand and the first to be a millionaire and the first to get a divorce and the first to buy a house and we laugh we every year we get together on Friendsgiving and we laugh because boy did life have its jokes on us man we were so wrong we were so wrong it all was wrong. Like maybe one or two things was right. But for the most part, we were so wrong. It's a beautiful thing about friendship. It's so unpredictable. And the journey, the book that friendship writes is amazing. But is that book meant to be shared, meant to be co-authored by people you work with? Because there is a very, very thick, not thin, thick line between personal and professional and when we start to make those lines interchangeable and they start to weave in and out we give people at work a a piece of ourselves a one-up and that's that's hard that's hard because as much as you want to go to work and tell people what happened to you over the weekend and a little bit of your tea you can't But it's hard because you spend more time with these people than you actually do your actual friends. It's hard. It's so hard, but you have to. You have to listen to your heart and your head when it comes to these things. If your heart and your head are saying this person is friend worthy, you want to be friends with this person, then to me, I'm, uh, you know, I was named after uh, author Danielle Steele to me. It's, it may be worth it if your heart and your head agree with each other then it may be worth it to explore those avenues of friendship but if there's a conflict as an HR professional you might want to step back and just reevaluate the whole situation if the heart and the head conflict because my heart is with all my friends my my deepest heart my truest form of being is with all my friends all my true friends know who I am But there is a different person. While there's still some similarities, there's a different person that walks into the workplace. And there's only a certain people that you should allow access to that sacred part of your being, which is your personal life. So where I stand on this topic is this. It's okay to be friendly at the workplace. And this is just my opinion. Everyone's going to have their own and that's okay. 
It's okay to be friendly at the workplace. 100%. Be friendly. You don't got to go to work as an HR professional and be like super mean and the principal and the popo of the office. No one's telling you to do that. That is not your assignment. Be friendly. Be nice. There's going to be a few employees that you may be more friendly with. Just keep it professional. And let's not cross the lines. All right. But if there's one or two or five or 10, I don't know how long your corporate journeys are going to be, of people that cross your path and you're like, my heart and my head agree that I can trust you, that you're a friend. You can come to my wedding. You can come to my baby showers. You can come to my housewarmings. You know, you can come to that funeral where I need to just lean my head on someone and know that you got me. That's okay. It's so okay. You just have to use your better sense of judgment. And I don't think anybody can really tell you exactly what that is. Only you can decide what that is. But listen to your heart and your head. They must agree. Because giving someone access to you, your whole being, I'm talking true friendship, real friendship, the type of friendship where, I don't know, my my bestie bestie, my bestie bestie bestie. I told you I got a group of girlfriends from high school and I got Jocelyn and I got Chelly from college. Those are my, that's my girls, right? But like my bestie of all bestie, <laughs> Lauren, I can tell that girl anything, anything anything it doesn't leave us if I'm sick she's got me if I my stomach hurts she's in the bathroom with me if I'm having a rough day at work she's gonna pick up the phone at two o'clock in the afternoon in the middle of her work meeting and she's gonna answer it funerals life events that girl's got me that kind of trust vulnerability you can't give to everybody and you certainly can't give it to people at the workplace. But there may be one, two, three, four, five people during your corporate climb that when your heart and your head agree that it's okay, that you allow entry. You just have to trust yourself, but be wise, be wise. Listen to your intuition because it's a very thin, Thick line, not thin, thick, it's thick. I emphasize the word thick because it is. This is not love and hate. This is not a thin line between love and hate. You know, this is not that. This You're talking about your bank account. You're talking about your LinkedIn page. You're talking about your credibility as a professional. You're talking about the roof over your head. And one individual who, if you share too much information with, can alter that so choose wisely listen to your heart and your head if they disagree take that as a sign if they agree don't block your blessings because true friendship is so hard to find I thank you so much for listening to us on this Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. I look forward to meeting you again next Tuesday, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's December 14th, 2021 at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch us on all major podcast platforms. We're talking Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, 
Apple, you name it, we're on it. And if you're not on any of those, you can certainly catch us at www.thecorporateclimbshow.com. Click tune in and you'll find this episode, next week's episode, and the episodes before this week, all on one website. Next week, topic of discussion, it's a good one. It's called, If I Wasn't, Would You Still Treat Me This Way? If I wasn't black, would we still be having this conversation? If I wasn't Hispanic, would my pay still be what it is today? <laughs> yeah, we're going to go there next week, 7.30 a.m. on all major podcast platforms or at www.thecorporateclimbshow.com. Until then, have a blessed week. We'll see you next week. I don't see ya. They know what I want on the 98-yard dog and ain't miss a punt. Everybody want to be-